pretty. I'm ready when you are, man. Oh, I'm good, man. I told you, I'm I'm rocking and rolling. Well, you are also starting the podcast, so we are still waiting on oh, you, regardless. Oh, oh, we're not waiting on me. It started already. It's begun. Yeah, uh, yeah. You just didn't catch me say it. I I whispered it. <laughs> I was wearing that face thing, the hush it or whatever. Get, you, get the hush me mask. <laughs> get the hush me. You didn't see me put it on. That no. got the Invisalign hush me. <laughs> you got such a nice smile, but I still think your lips would be moving. It's just a picture of your mouth. I know, just over <laughs> teeth, uh, over the bane mask. Yep. All right, let me turn this off. Oh, I got such a full belly, man. I'm dying here. And you're crying too. You're dying and you're crying. Oh, if I'm dying, then I'm lying about crying. All right. Grant me that sweet reprieve. Are you ready? I'm ready when you are. <laughs> I know. Now both your eyes are tearing, man. They're not tearing. I put lubricant oh, in Oh, that's what that is? There's gel, man. Oh, my God. Like, this makes it so much easier for me not to fucking <clears throat> Isn't this better than me, like, shutting my yeah, eyes as hard, hard as I can in the middle of the... Uh, yeah. We're putting my hood the, over. The hood over was the worst. Putting my hand over my eyes like you were in the distance. Oh, you, can, you want to turn the light off? We can turn the lamps on. No, this is fine. Are you it's, sure? Yeah, because I got the lubricant in, man. Okay. I'm sorry for asking. They were just dry. I'm glad that you lubed up and you were ready. You won't have to deal with this when we go remote. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even have to look at me. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be great for All you. All right. And me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, folks. Welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin Anthony. Today on the show, we're talking about automotive tech. Remember, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe. Share it with your friends. So get your headphones on. You're about to get jacked. Nailed it. Best one yet. I mean, top 10. Top. Top, top, what are we 20. at now? 30? Yeah, yeah this, the top this is 30. This is number 30. Dirty 30, dude. It's number 30, but we've recorded many more than that. Because yeah. if you count the current culture episodes and you count the uh, ones that we recorded and threw away and the ones that we recorded Tested. and lost <laughs> yep. and uh, episode 9, I believe. We'll oh, talk yeah, about we got that it. later. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, We're talking about automotive tech. You're doing a hell of a job. Yep. As soon as you shut the fuck up, I can start. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, guys. So on tonight's episode, we're going to dive into some current automotive tech, some future stuff. We're just going to kind of cover all of our bases with that. Before we dive into that, though, Dustin, oh, sweet Dustin. <laughs> oh, sweet Anthony. Has gone into the Smithsonian archives of great things and has found an article of epic proportion. You didn't say the dark web that time. No. I'm happy about that because I didn't go to the dark web. I mean, I didn't go to the Smithsonian either, but I'm just happy that you I was hoping you did. Nope, I sure didn't. But I do have an article, and this article is from (laughs) ZMEScience.com. I feel like most of your articles, I don't understand how you (laughs) find these things. I don't don't really know. I don't remember, but this one has been on my phone for... For like a month and a half. The article has? 
Yeah, because it's been I open on a tab I or something. I brought it up on a tab, oh, okay. and then I waited until this episode to record until it. this moment. Yeah, so this is this is a month and a half in the making. Um, the article is titled "Is Sleepwalking Genetic?" Study suggests it runs in the family. So the article says that uh, Canadian researchers, of course, because this is Canadian research, uh, said that those kids. Um, that have both parents who have had a history of sleepwalking or what they call somnambulism, somnam, somnambulism, somnambulism, uh, to sleep and walk. They found 60% of kids with both parents reported sleepwalking uh, also, uh, and they, children with only one parent, 60% more than both parents that weren't sleepwalkers and children with one parent who were sleepwalkers were three times as likely as children that weren't. Uh, so sleepwalking is very closely associated with sleep terrors, episodes of screaming, intense fear, and uh, flailing while still asleep, something that I know you suffer from. And uh, they're, they're distinct from nightmares, but they are linked to sleepwalking uh, people do more advanced things when they're sleepwalking. They dance, they open doors, they look in the fridge, they eat. Some people even have sex while they are uh, sleepwalking. Not, the article didn't say that anything about that. I just watched a do- documentary on it one time. Um, the following factors can trigger sleepwalking or make it worse. Sleep deprivation, fatigue, stress, anxiety, fever, drinking too much alcohol, taking recreational drugs, certain types of medication... Uh, like hypnotics. But anyway, um, if you want to read the article, it's on zmescience.com. But if you've got parents that are sleepwalkers, chances are you're probably a sleepwalker too. What the hell kind of article is this? (laughs) It's an article about sleepwalking. I I know normally there's some kind of question or some kind of something that you do. I guess let me ask you a question from your uh, article. Okay, ask me a question. Okay, are you you ready? Okay, sounds good. Uh So the one thing that stood out to me about your article (laughs) is you said it was Canadian? It's Canadian research. Canadian research. You know it's of the highest quality. So how do you feel about Ryan Reynolds and... Well, Ryan Reynolds being Canadian. I feel like he has access to good research, such as the likes of this research. This that fine article. Uh, I I think it's it's great. I love Ryan Reynolds. Anyway, I'm not in love with him, but I love him. That wasn't the question. How do you feel about him being Canadian? Yeah, you didn't, you just said you love him. <laughs> that had nothing to do with my question. That's, it. That's how I answer all <laughs> you questions. Said you, you said he, do, he has like, access to good research you're like, and you're you like, love him. You're like, hey, dude, you want another beer? I'm like, I love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that's that's, just your, that's how your, I answer your, questions. No, my question back at you. Dude, you still didn't answer my question. I'm a goddamn politician tonight. I guess so. <clears throat> How do I feel about him being Canadian? Yes. I'm fine with it. Like, it hasn't bothered me. You know, some people take issue and umbrage with it, but not me. No, sir. I think it's all right and perfectly fine. So you accept him being Canadian? Well, I'm coming to terms with it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, No, my question to you is, have you ever experienced an episode of sleepwalking? 
or or has your your parents, your wife, anyone that you've you know slept around with experienced that you were a sleepwalker uh, or sleep whatever other motor function insert motor function here? Yeah, I uh, I, I know when I was younger, like in my early twenties, if I drank too much, I'd do some I'd do some stupid do some shit. Sleepwalking? Yeah. Uh, that's blacking out. That's yeah. I think, I think that's different. more or less what it was. Blacking out, walking down the hallway. Uh, but I was walking. Pretty sure I was asleep. I, I was a neighbor. I was drunk. But um, so there, I think there's a com a combination of things. Um, sleep sleep driving. I, yeah, uh, I slept Amazon shopped. Yeah, yeah. I miss shopped at Amazon due to due to drinking. Have you? Um, have you done that? Got what? drunk? Got on Amazon? Oh yeah. Bought some shit. Oh yeah. Didn't I? T- I think I talked about it before. I was uh, fascinated. I watched some stupid special on television prior to drinking, and it was about money. And I've always been interested with money, but it was never a thing I collected. Uh-huh. Like I had, uh, uh, for a while, I had a half dollar collection. I think I ended up selling it or whatever. And then I, on and off, I did it. And <laughs> uh, so I, so I still have a couple half dollars, a couple goofy coins and shit. And so I watched a special on TV about coins and collecting and all this shit and i remember i just went on amazon and looked uh-huh so that night i got i was drinking and you still had and, it in your cart yeah oh, i still had it in my cart and I, I i i didn't remember much until a week later i get a box i'm like what the fuck's in this box man and i <laughs> i spent like 25 bucks on a five dollar bill sweet and I, I think I bought trade ever. a twenty-five bucks for a five-dollar bill and like fifty bucks for a, something else. Yeah, so I did do that. Have you have you slept walk though? I mean, outside no, of no. The, the the most thing I've ever encountered, like uh, even remote to that, is uh, you know my daughter uh, when she slept in the bed. You know mm-hmm. she'll she you know nightmares, especially when she was younger. Uh, like Jesus, man, she runs like marathons in her sleep because like you you end up getting kicked and punched and it's like Jesus, dang. It's like get the hell out of the bed. Like I've I, I remember when she was younger, it was like literally get out of the bed. I mm-hmm. you know I uh, shit a while ago. She's old. She's older now. She was watching TV with us and the baby was between us and I literally kicked her and told her it's like you need to stop or go go lay in your own freaking bed. Sure. Man. Like. It's violence. I don't know what the hell her problem is. Do either of your parents have a history of sleepwalking? No, not at all. Okay. What about your wife? Nope. So, I mean, sounds like your daughter kind of drew the short straw, and potentially yeah. she's got that genetic possibility of sleepwalking. I don't know if so it's maybe genetic. Your ranch, yeah. No, I don't know if it's genetic. It is genetic. I, I don't know, if, I don't know if it's genetic. I, I, or, or if it's uh, her not being, uh, maybe she's in some deep REM sleep and... She's simulating what she's doing in her sleep. Well, it could be, it, yeah, yeah, maybe. Right? Is that possible? Well, the world, the world's has limitless possibilities. I don't fucking know. I mean, man. like, I don't know, man. Pre prior to you ever freaking saying this shit, I don't. I've I, I very you haven't rarely, thought about sleep. Pretty much, much. Pretty much. I know that I don't. I, I remember uh, when you were actually reading that the one thing I remember years ago that I did have an issue with, I wasn't asleep though. <laughs> I wish I was. I wouldn't have felt so guilty about it. Uh, and that is like getting, you know, getting uh, a snack in the middle of the night. I remember again <laughs> in, in, my, in my early twenties, like, dude, it was like horrible. Wait, so 
But you remember, like, physically getting up out yeah, of bed. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, I, I didn't remember. You didn't, like, wake up with half a cake in your mouth or some shit. No, no. I remember, I remember, uh, you know, and, and the, the bad part was, like, that was during stints of really good eating. And uh-huh. what I do remember is, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember so much, like, getting out of bed. But I do remember standing at the fridge being like, ooh, that shit looks good. <laughs> Or, like, milk was a big one where I'd drink a shitload of milk in the middle of the night and I, like, I had no fucking reason why. Or I'd eat, if I had cake or pie or some shit in my fridge, I'd eat it and, I'm, and then I'd go back to bed and I'd wake up and be like, what the fuck was I eating cake last night? <laughs> like, I don't even know why I was at my fridge, but the, I was the there. I, I know I was there because you go and look and it's gone, so. So, uh, I feel like this article has some credence just because, I, you know, your your daughter seems to be an exception outside of what this article is saying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but maybe she caught a recessive gene that I mean, manifests itself, right? It is possible. My father was a huge sleepwalker, especially when he was young. Uh, he his his uh, brothers, my uncles, have told me stories of him ending up outside of their cabin in like the pig pen with his blanket and his pillow. And then they found him, and he was still asleep, and they said, you got to go back to bed. And he'd turn around, and he'd go back to bed, and he would have no memory, no recollection of it whatsoever. Uh, fast forward to me being born. Uh, what a marvelous time. But fast forward, and I have had incidents where I've woken up uh, in a dream where I'm climbing climbing mountains and, and going through tunnels I tipped over a dresser on myself when I was younger because I was climbing. Like how young? Baby young? Or no, like, not baby young. Uh, like I would 27, 28? 11 or 12. Oh, oh my God. 11 or 12. Okay. Like I was panicked. I, I remember thinking. So I'm, I knew you at this time. You you did. It, I was so surprised you never caught me uh, doing I think I slept talk too, when I, especially when I was younger. But that's why no, my I daughter did. My daughter did. Do, my daughter does that on occasion too. Is sleep, is talk. sleep talk. My wife has done uh, sleep talking. Not like not like anything like crazy, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that is crazy. So, so what I, happened? Anything like in the last decade? No, that well, you're not aware since of? I'm an adult, and at least no one's told me. Maybe I'm fucking tearing up my house all the time, and my wife's just too embarrassed to say anything. Oh, I did. Uh, well, I don't know if it, I was also really drunk um, on our <laughs> wedding. The night before our wedding, I got really drunk and we were in a hotel and I came back and uh, I went to go take a piss. And I remember her looking at me and she just looked pissed off, man. She looked really mad. And I, and I remember looking back at her and scowling at her like, what the heck? Why are you mad at me? I'm just trying to take a piss over here. And then when I got up in the morning... I realized it was because I was taking a piss in one of the chairs <laughs> in the in the corner of the, oh in the corner of the room gosh. and she didn't bring it back up like the next day. It was like 3 years later that she was like, "Hey, did you the night before our wedding, did you take a piss in the chair in the hotel room?" <laughs> and I wow. said, "You know, I thought it was a dream because you never brought it up." So again, not sleepwalking, uh, but more you know, just you know, sleep pissing, dude. It was That's sleep like pissing. a level two sleepwalking thing because you're doing an activity. So maybe my kids won't inherit sleepwalking, sleep but maybe they maybe get sleep pissing. Maybe sleep pissing. You better check your chairs when you go home. 
<laughs> you know <laughs> what? what? My son woke up and took a pee underneath our computer desk in our room. I know. You know what? Come to think of it, if I remember correctly, I think my son did that too. I think when Jordan was really small, actually, I, I'd have to verify with my wife, but I'm pretty sure there was a couple occasions to where it was like, I remember waking up and hearing whiz and like, what are you doing? And like, there was no reply. No and it was like, dude, what? And it's like, what are you doing? Huh? It's like, go to the bathroom. Huh? <laughs> oh, I yeah. wonder. Huh. Got you thinking. You're going to have to look into your genetic history now. Yeah, to, no, I'm not going to. To determine whether. This is not a me issue. I'm fine. <laughs> you're, Kids are doing fine. okay. <laughs> They'll be gone in a few years. <laughs> that's for their families that's, to that's deal with. That's for them to, yeah, they can they can handle that. All right. Anyway, that's it. That's for the article. Let's dive into automotive technology. So we're not going to, I don't feel like we need, we need to dive down like automotive car by car but look man you're the the professional uh you know if this were a slow dance i'd ask if i could stand on your feet oh my well goodness. we did it so you so just guide me through it baby just walk yeah through, i mean so through. so look automotive technologies come a long ways from you know the one of the biggest and most notable features i guess you, you would see with your cars these days would be like your front and rear park sense right which is pretty cool. Oh, sure, yeah. D, 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 D. Yep, yep. And then you all, um, the majority of cars now are equipped with the backup cameras, which I are awesome. I have that as well. Very, very nice features. It doesn't work when you have the van's lift gate open and you're backing up because then it just shows you the sky. My wife did that. Same with on the truck, dude, where all you get to see is the ground. All the ground, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so that is the one, the one minor flaw with... Uh, with them, but obviously you're not driving often with the rear liftgate open. No, although you know, looking over my shoulder has also very rarely failed me as well. So correct. Now we'll talk about a hand. I'm sure more than a handful of things. Let me ask you a question about that specific technology. Yeah. Uh, do you find yourself so looking over your shoulder shoulder regularly, or are you more adapted to just looking at that beautiful little camera? No, I pro you know, I probably split my time maybe 75 25 with the side mirrors and then the uh, camera respectively. Yeah. That's probably I, I what I agree. use. That's yeah. about what that's I very rarely ever look over my shoulder anymore, yeah. but I do use those two side mirrors. Sure. And then I do use the uh, backup camera. Well, cuz you know, you can't catch the things on the side with the mm, backup. No, camera. no, and you'll drive like you'll uh, scrape against something generally or, or whatever. Right. But um, so, so that's, that's some of the, the bigger tech stuff as far as safety goes over the last few years, other than like advancements in side curtain airbags, uh, front, front airbags and all that crap. We don't want to, we don't want to go into that. Now, a couple of, couple of interesting things in that same safety world though, is like the park assist. Yeah. That's pretty trippy. Uh, is that the is that the one where like for parallel parking yeah. you'll pull up to the side, let go of the wheel, yeah, and, it'll, and the wheel just it'll whips whip around it, whip and whips it back in? in. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so nervous, dude. Does it? I mean I don't have it on any of my vehicles, but something like that would make me terribly no, nervous. No, it's weird because I've had I've had trucks with it and it was just it, it Did was, you use it on the regular? I, no, because there's no parallel parking. Like, very, very little areas in Alaska is there parallel parking, dude. 
if I had that, I'd set some stuff up. Some cones up and do it. Yeah. Anyways, so so I mean My that's children. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. You know, so so that's some of the basic technologies with it, and then you know, the infotainment centers, the the brand new 2019 Rams. So you've seen yours, like your Chrysler has one, right? Like I think your wife's trucks has one too. Uh, are you talking about like for the kids in the back? No, just the uh, information center, the radio. Uh, yes, it has a radio with the screen, the big yeah. screen on it. Yeah. Yeah. So like the the new 2019 Ram, its whole center stack, if you get the the fully like Mac Daddy model, it's like a foot. Oh, dude, it's probably close to 12 inches. And it's all, the whole screen is uh, just gorgeous, dude. It's like almost like, have you ever seen a Tesla? Not up close. Have you ever seen the interior of a Tesla? Yeah, Yeah, it's like a monitor. And it's all the functions are all touchscreen kind of functions, climates, everything is done that way. Do you feel like the more buttons that you got to press, not got to press, but have the option to press, the more distracted you are as a driver? You feel like no, you know you got you got you can adjust m- to a, a very micro degree your your seat warmer, your steering wheel warmer, your your butt cooler. Mm. Just on or off. I mean, for me, mm. the ability. I mean, like all of that stuff is like, a, yeah, it's just on or off. I feel or, like having all that technology could be distracting, man. Why? Because you want to fiddle with it. Yeah, not really, dude, because you just set your car up after you drive it a couple times. It's all set up to your comforts and all of that stuff, or should be. You're married. And then you just, yeah. And? (laughs) Doesn't she reset it? No, no. My wife is uh, kind of ridiculous with the stupid seat function buttons. Yeah? Yeah, because she'll set, I think she set my trucks this one time she drove it, she set my trucks for function two to be her function. So she could come in, press two, and it fucking adjusts for mm-hmm. her. Other than that, yeah, she doesn't touch shit. You know, I, when I'm in her car, I'm not messing with I'm not messing with stuff, man. I mean, I think <clears throat> uh, some of the technology that they have out now, you know, you, like the Uconnect thing, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that whole connectivity thing to where you can that's pretty nice. much get into your car and auto auto connects if you got bluetooth on or whatever your system is and uh that it's made it very adaptive to where it's like you it's not this process to where years years past it was like this ridiculous procedure that you had to go through just to get it and then you can't really see what's on the screen but you know you can bluetooth to it yeah you know so uh those advancements are really nice the other cool thing that a lot of companies are doing uh chevrolet Dodge is doing it now too. Is some of the apps that you can actually get in your little uh-huh. center face, and one big technology. Well, yeah, I'll just say it now so I don't forget it. Is so, you know, one car designer that in my mind is way ahead of its time is Tesla. Not just because of the electronic motors. I, we're not even going to go into that, but here's why. So you buy a model of Tesla, and we'll say that they add a bunch of uh, electronic or digital features, right? The bells and whistles. Well, right, but you just buy whatever car and say next year they come out with this, you know, more apps or more uh, some some kind of change to the interface that you see, right? 
your car can download that. To whereas now, uh, they keep putting this new hardware in every year, and it's like it doesn't need to be that way. It's kind of like your Xbox. That worries me. To, to where you should be able to update it, and then you get these new features. Yeah. Instead of having to go buy the next model or the next, you know, in three years you have to upgrade the model because you want this option or that option. Yeah. Um, so Tesla's got a really good situation I don't think that. that's good. I, that worries me. Why? Well, I have an iPhone, mm-hmm. and it is the iPhone 6, I yeah. believe. And <laughs> don't shake your goddamn head at me. I've got an iPhone 6, and they keep updating the iPhone, right? And they put out a new one. They got the 8 and then the 9 and the 10 X, SE, whatever. XR, yeah, and every yeah. time they do an update with it. And now my iPhone 6, the battery doesn't last for nothing because it's trying to run all this expensive stuff. Now i got to worry about my iPhone now I just have to worry about my car, too, because it's, my car's trying to update, but it's not spazzy enough to update, so now i got to get a whole new car as well? Come on. No, Come on, Mac. I don't know what you're talking about I don't know there, anything man. about cars. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what that. you're talking about there, but that's a bit of a different a different situation. But I, I just think that you would get more bang for your thirty or forty or fifty or $60,000 if they enhance something the following year or the year after uh, to where at least your electronic stuff could take advantage of that. I mean, that's a, a very large investment and Toyota and all these other companies. Yeah, you do get a little bit, depending on the company, you get a, you can do a few updates, but it's not as significant as like an, an Apple update. When they went to uh, the iOS 10 and 11, it was this huge, beautiful thing to where like your car is like, nope, once you buy it, it's going to be the exact same car you bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dealer essentially cuts ties other than maintenance. I feel like that could be a future uh, or should be a, a future and in, in wider spread experience for the customer and for the, the dealership. Yeah. You know? I, it just makes me leery just thinking of the aforementioned example that I gave. I, I don't know. Right. Um, so that, that's a couple, of the, a couple of the options. One big one that I do like now and it was it was really funny because uh, I recently got a newer truck. I traded my older truck, got a newer truck again, and uh, that truck had a regular key. But my uh, Camaro has it's all touch, oh, it's all nice. push button, sure, right. So, and I've had my Camaro for a couple of years now. Um, that is so fucking comfortable. It's like, really. Not, I I got a rental car that did the same thing. I can't remember what it was that I drove, but I it had the same. You got to have the key on your yep, near yep, you, yep. and then you press the button and it starts. I thought that was really cool as well. Oh, it's dude, it goes from being like cool to being like this is the way that it should be for all your cars because mm-hmm. like it is so freaking nice. Uh, you know, not all cars have uh, the feature of like the touch or the touch list. Like my Camaro, uh, no, my Camaro. You just open the door handle. It doesn't. My my Dodge. Uh, you walk up to it, and I can stick my hand in the, the handle slot, and it unlocks the doors, you know, and I can go in and push the button, and I'm, I'm off to the races. It's just like hmm. a simple thing, but it is so freaking nice. You never have to take the key out of your pocket. So, I mean, there's there, there's a lot of advancements as far as that goes. I think that's super comfortable, super, super nice. Wait, let me tell you about one of my favorite advancements mm-hmm. is you remember back – in, I want to say 2000, 2001. Just recall those days. Yeah. And you had that 
uh, Discman, mm-hmm. and it had the sweet anti-skip. Yep. And you wanted to listen clasp. to it in your car. Oh, yeah, and you ran the cassette tape. And with then the you had the cassette tape with the cord yeah, coming out. Yeah, 3.5 millimeter Oh, cord. heavens. Yeah. Talk about technology. Gangster. That was the future. Yeah, that was. That was a big deal. Actually, I threw away one of those. I still had one of those tapes like six months ago. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I had a car with a tape deck in it a few years ago. And then installing your own CD player. Well, that was a huge thing. I was going to say something about that. Yeah, I was. I, I did a lot of car stereos, dude, in my 20s, dude. In my teenage years in my 20s, dude, I loved car audio. And uh, now... With the head units, you, people still add subwoofers and they'll they'll fat matter dyno mat sound dead in the car a little bit. But the systems that are coming stock with these vehicles is significantly better than the shit that you kind of got in everything probably you know 2010 and before really without buying that special model to where you can tell your buddy I got Bose in my truck dude or right. Harman Kardon or Sony or whatever it was. Well, you know we've got the we. You know, you talk about new stuff, and we have uh, the Dodge Grand Caravan, mm. and it's got the little media player, you know, for your kids in the back. You flip it down, it comes off the roof, yep. you know, and you, they can watch a cartoon in there. Um, but it is a DVD player, so it feels a little bit dated, like already. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, it's it's a huge convenience that our parents didn't have for us. I remember going on some long ass car rides. Being bored out of my mind. Oh yeah, you know, sleeping. Yeah, sleeping was the best way to yeah. way to go because you then you were there. But uh, my kids, these kids, you know, kids these days, they got it. They got it great, man. Oh, it's Watch all two feature length well, movies, and we're where we need to be. Well, right, and it's all iPads now because my my uh, wife's car has the dual in the back of the each headrest and they're both DVD players independent DVD players in each one. Oh, nice and uh, they have wireless headsets and shit but it still is like it's that same thing it's like a thing. plane <laughs> well it is well you're it is it is and you know like my wife or my, not my wife my daughter put on put on uh, some cartoons for my, my little dude there and it's like life is good Gosh. but uh, a lot of that stuff you don't even see anymore because no one cares because iPads Really? That technology, like, yeah, you don't see that as often. It was big for for the, the uh, you know, 2005 to about 2015 area. And now you don't see it as much yet because people are like, why? Your cell phone, you can stream Netflix on your cell phone anymore. Who the hell is bringing a DVD with them? Dude, I, I don't know. I, I love it. Like it, I'm just I, saying. I want to upgrade it so I can, you know, get a great big uh, set of memory in there. And then throw some downloaded uh, movies in there. But does um, it have? Does it? Uh, your your car should have a uh, like SD SD card connector, right? Or a USB? I don't know. I haven't investigated it. But because some of those, do, I know I've got the yeah, DVD. Some, yeah, some of those do have it. Has the little slot for it, so you can do multimedia. And if you have this screen on the front, I mean, there's ways to bypass that and shit. People are bypassing those and. It's uh, like the cassette. It's like the cassette it is. with the cord. It is. There's a way around it, yep. and that's and that's what it is. So that's but so funny. As far as the entertainment stuff goes, I mean, they really have gone uh, above and beyond, and and to see what the future holds, there's a lot of controversial stuff that's happened with with all of that, of course, because there was, I can't remember what the uh, vendor was, but they were talking. Uh, I think it was Lexus or might have been Audi. Someone was going to just. 
uh, do texting through your center console. Now, there is features for that, like my truck will read me text and shit if I set it up to do that and sure. stuff. But this one, I you could actually do texting from your center console. You would think, though, that the manufacturers would shut that down, you know. Like it was the manufacturer. If the car was moving forward. Right, and that's, well, that's where they limit a lot of functions. Like, that's why people do bypasses for the ones that have, because you can set some of them, you can do bypasses because... The, they can play DVDs and they're not supposed to work when they're in drive. But oh, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people will fucking front. yeah. People will uh, all it is is a wire, dude. Like you can't stop someone from That's doing that. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Though, why, why would you do that? Oh, because people think it's cool. Their passenger wants to watch a movie, you know, it, up in the front seat, or uh, they think it's cool to have a movie playing. You know, you roll up and you're like, oh yeah, dude, I got a fucking movie playing right in my standard stack. You're like, yeah, that's dumb as shit. That's so dumb. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 tantamount to texting and driving or or drunk driving is. It is. It's the same. It's it, thing. it's ridiculous. So I mean, we we won't go into a lot of details on like motor components. Obviously, technology wise has played a large role in that with multi valve displacement, which ultimately between that and some of the other th- options to where it's like you have eco modes in a lot of trucks cars yeah, so forth yeah to where it shuts down cylinders and you're running on two four six eight depending on whatever your car's set up for and whatever the displacement of the motor is obviously increasing your fuel economy i'll tell you a funny story on one uh i rented a grand cherokee limited and it was on this eco something mode and it was the weirdest shit ever because the car shut off so you'd be at a stoplight our rental did that shit yeah too. it yeah. was a trip dude that was bizarre. i'm sitting there at a stoplight and, and like it and then are you fired you, right oh yeah up. oh yeah and it just kept doing that and i'm like this is not that efficient and it really wasn't that efficient. Uh-huh. I ended up going into the settings of this because mine was a rental too. I went into the settings and turned the shit off because it was annoying. <laughs> My, the one that I had, you could barely notice. Like it, it ran so quietly and smoothly. My wife had to point it out to me. She'd be like, "Dude, the car's shutting off every time we go to one of these yeah. stoplights." I was like, "Are you joking me right now?" And so it was four or five stoplights later that I was just paying ultra close attention, and finally I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." I'll be damned. That was like cra- this, it was crazy. Yeah, it is. It's a weird it's a weird thing. Um one cool thing in that Jeep had it and my truck has it uh which is a pretty cool technology advancement is uh like my truck has air ride suspension. So from the factory not not after after it's been in aftermarket for a long time. Uh high, certain certain cars have it, but uh for a truck to see it, it this is one of the first full bore production trucks that comes with a Dodge kind of started it uh, outside of like towing rigs and stuff like that but uh, to where like I can lower my truck all the way down so like if I want to load stuff into the back it is fucking awesome oh nice I, and it's also on my key fob too so I can double click it and it goes load some shit up or if someone really short or maybe an elderly or, or <laughs> I feel or, like that or, was a point or, of or, comment or, or, or no well <laughs> uh, there's family members that have gotten into my truck that are like <laughs> it's like looking up at a fucking throw down the road right, right, right. So, uh, which is cool. The other part of that is uh, so it can also raise the truck. I can go into what's called off-road mode, which uh-huh. is limited to certain miles, uh, miles uh, an hour, because it extends or opens the airbags up. <coughs> but what's really cool about what they did with that is 
it's got four settings that low rider setting which uh again is limited to mileage because it, it gets pretty low dude not like low rider low but like low for a truck you're like damn low low, low. like good lord man <laughs> um and then you've got what's called aero mode and then you've got natural which is your little bit it's like your stock ride height and then it's got off-road mode which is a few inches above that what is cool is uh it's set for aero mode so once you hit 55 it'll adjust your truck down and if you if you do that and you're driving doing any long runs of driving it actually saves you one to two miles a gallon oh wow and it's like who gives a shit what height your truck is while you're flying down the highway sure you know uh one technology that i really like that i i really am excited about it's not like a new technology, but is the buttons on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I like being able to adjust the volume of the radio with just without having to move my hands off of the right. steering wheel. That's really nice. You don't have to look over. You don't have to know where the volume key is or struggle with that. It change tracks. Changing tracks. Yep. Setting your cruise control. Oh, yeah. It's all like a fucking the, command center. Yeah, all of those buttons being right there to what you might call essential. And I know, you know, the radio is not well, no, essential, well, but no, it, it, it kind of is. is. It, it is essential. Yeah. No, it is. It's a part of the vehicle that you should be able to utilize. But I, I, I just really like it being all right there. Yeah. Um, and the the buttons are in a way that you can memorize where they are. Mm-hmm. You can find them, you know, by touch. Use yep. that tactile response to find where they are. So you never have to take your eyes off the road, as to uh, opposed to before when you want to adjust the radio station. That's funny. You know, in your in your 1986 Volkswagen Jetta, you right. had to go over and tune the radio and find where the right <laughs> where right. the tune was as you adjusted that little wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like kind of the convenience and the idea behind that. That's a, a yeah. automotive technology. Yeah, it is. It's that is pretty cool. So let me let me throw this. Let me. I'll throw a couple of things at you. It all kind of centers back to the same thing, though. So lift, automatic lift gates. I think your van probably has a yep. automatic lift gate. My wife's car does. Uh, this year, GMC's 2019 that just released, uh, super cool redesign, uh, kind of irrelevant for this conversation. But what they did add was a tailgate function, like your lift gates. Mm-hmm. So you press the button and it goes opens the tailgate and then you can like fold a step out of it and i think you can even close the tailgate by hitting the button sure what do you think of that technology and then they have so they have the one so we can kind of cover all of our bases so tailgate technology push button and then they have the one where if you have the key i think it's uh the edge or something where you like kick under the bottom oh, and of then it you like wave your foot and yeah it and opens then, up yeah i mean so what do you think of that technology so I'm of I'm of two minds. One, it's really convenient. You know, I've come out to the van with my arms full of stuff, and had the keys in my hand. It was like deet deet, and then it would open up, and I'd throw my stuff in. Easy peasy. I wouldn't have to struggle with the door or anything. Yeah, sitting there drop some messing things. with shit. Yeah. So that it's kind of nice. Um, the van also has you know the automatic doors on the side, and like every other vehicle, it's got automatic windows, and I just, and I know it's probably unfounded unreasonable thing to have like a paranoia but i think you know look at all these automatic things these are more things that can break there's more things that can go wrong with my vehicle and yeah I, i'm not a, i'm like, not a huge 
super huge fan of that. I on, guess. on your or on your specific vehicle, one of the big thing is those door tracks. Yeah. Because it looks like a. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but yeah, those things used to go out quite a bit. It's a big piece of plastic. Looks like, like a tank, man. Yeah, it looks like a tank track. Mm-hmm. But those things actually used to go out quite a bit on mm-hmm. that specific thing. I've had a couple of couple of issues. Um, you know, when the doors are open. There's an opportunity for the kids to get stuff in them, mm-hmm. and so I've had to clean them out a few times to get the doors working again. Right. But what do you think of that as a whole, though, and do you think there's any kind of uh, things that they should advance for the future for it? For a- automation or, like, the Well, yeah, gates? like, just the, the automation of, of the lift gates, because I think that's it's a pretty cool thing. My wife has it on hers. I love it, dude, with the exception of... Uh, the closed function can be a pain in the ass sometimes on hers. Yeah, it can be on ours too. Because it's like, especially if you have stuff that's just kind of barely a little there, bit in right. the way. Um, I mean, overall, my my worry for uh, automated things to break versus the convenience of having a door that opens up automatically for me. I think the convenience outweighs my anxiety. Because it is pretty nice. It is pretty nice. And even on a truck like the GMC, I think that'd be pretty nice, man. You hit the button, the tailgate opens. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Well, what, while you were saying that, I was like, eh, is it so much trouble to open a tailgate? But then I was thinking, wait a second. Is it so much, is trouble, it so to much lift, trouble to open a lift, lift as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, lift so gate, right. It is an extra added added convenience. But it goes for everything, even the, even the airbag thing. Cause it, so when I got my Ram... Uh, I had to load some stuff up. <laughs> I had to load some stuff up, right? It was the funniest shit. Because I had to load some stuff up, but I loaded it up. I went and did some stuff. And then the next day, I was loading some stuff up, and I was standing there. I was like, wait a second. Fucking hit that lowering button. It went down a few inches. And I actually, had to think, at the time, I think it went down like four or six inches or five inches or whatever, dude. I mean, it went down a pretty substantial amount. I was like... This is so much easier <laughs> to do what I was doing, even though it was easy in the first place. But this is way easier. It's it's tantamount to uh, you're, you're moving and you're carrying box after box after box. And you can do it. It's not a problem. But the moment you grab the dolly or you grab the right. cart... You're like, why wasn't I using this freaking right. car? It's, it's, why wasn't yeah, I using this dolly? Absolutely, and I think I think that a lot of that is that back to you know we we've mentioned this or I've mentioned this numerous times with some of the gadget stuff. It's like, is there a problem and are they trying to solve it? Well, yeah, there is. People have their hands full of shit, or they're transporting stuff. They know that they've always known. That's why there's a fucking door or a hatch there in the first place. Right. I mean, if if it wasn't a problem, they'd never put the space back there. But it's funny that you know we don't think of it as a, a problem that needs a solution until they come up with a solution like right. an automatic lift yeah. or a lowering bed or, or whatever. You're, you're like, no, it's perfectly fine the way it is. Why would you ever adjust it? Right. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny one with my wife too. So her, she's got a Ford flex with three rows of seating, the third row of seating. You, you can't work for Ford. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the third row of seating, it's funny because you can't tell. It looks like just a regular floor in the back. Right. But it also is automated to where, in fact, you've got, you can open each seat and it'll like transformers in front of you. I'm like, man, this is crazy back here. You know? You know, again, another one that I, I would never have thought, you know, again, more automation, 
to break. Well, that one does scare me. That one probably scares me the most for all that kind of like that style. Get a kid trapped in it. Well, no, because it's a leather seat with freaking uh, motors and shit, and I'm like, God forbid that thing ever breaking, because that's not going right. to be that's not going to be fifty bucks or even depending on how bad that motor is and if it's in the seat. That's you're talking probably close to a thousand bucks or some something of that nature. So. Um, I think that stuff's pretty cool, and it's interesting to see what's the next, you know, what could they possibly do, and well, they will do something. Yeah, be, because, again, we think they're perfect now. We think, ah, no, this is this great. Is crazy, this is crazy, yeah. This is the pinnacle of, of automotive oh, technology, no. but then they come out with the next thing, and we'll be like, where's this been our whole life? Absolutely. Well, and I'll, uh, one cool oddball feature that my Camaro has is uh, if you click... What is it? Oh, you have to, if you click unlock, it unlocks it, right? Right. But if you double click unlock, it'll open the window two inches on both sides. My Passat did something like that. Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing, but it's to open up and, and, you know, if you're outside with your car and you wanted to get the airflow going through on a hot day, it makes sense because then your car's not this like stale, sticky, nasty, hot thing. It automatically does it. I was like, man, that's, that's kind of a trip. You know, on, on how the hell does it know that, you know. And another cool thing that I that I find is uh, some of the instrumentation. They've really gone uh, to a very, very cool level on instrumentation from, obviously, there's crazy features now with, you know, normally, pretty much standard now, you have A and B trips, so you can sure. monitor and measure your fuel mileage, uh, how long the, the, the trip was and everything else. Um, but a lot of the cool features now too are, uh, you know, like my Ram does it really well. My other trucks have too, but my Ram does it. I'm, I'm most familiar with that at this time is I can go in and change the little display screens and all of that crap to where it's like, whatever. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. There, there's a lot of other tech we'll get to at future episodes, but I think it was kind of an interesting off the beat. Yeah. Well, it's not something we usually talk about. Right. Um, and before we go. Uh, I, I want to make sure that we get this in because you have found a gadget that we mm-hmm. need to talk about. What did you find? What, what What's the next? So, yeah, I, I, I got a gadget that is actually auto tech related. I, I've seen this. I, <laughs> Perfect. I, fits with the, fits with the program. Right. Well, we I don't very, very rarely do we do that. Well, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of cool. I actually saw this thing being advertised a few months ago and i thought i was like i don't know you know uh you know what a hud is right yeah heads up display right have you ever seen a hud on a car you ever seen a car with a hud so like you talking about something that is superimposed on my windshield yes that's projected onto your windshield uh no but you know that they exist I, I assumed they did. But okay, I never... well, there's certain cars, like the, even the, my Camaro has a, a, a nicer uh, luxury version of it that has a HUD that it just projects from the, from the you know, you got your cluster here. Sure. And then it projects up. You can't even see the projection, but you can see, like, your miles per hour and stuff. Cadillac's been doing it for a long time. Is it not distracting? Uh not really, because it's just it's see through, it's transparent, gotcha. and it just it's actually to be honest with you, it's it's safer because you're looking through your windshield. It's transparent, and you can see your speed. I just decided instead that's... of instead of looking down at your speed, you're looking through your windshield. I right. think it's actually safer to do that. Well, that's where I want that movie displayed, where the other people are bypassing the movie to be played in their center console. I want. Mind to play right on. No, that. that's super fucking dangerous because <laughs> right then you're watching window. a goddamn movie. But you're looking Anyways, right through it. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, uh, 
So it's a technology, it's been out for years, right? But any to get that option, depending on what model of car, like I couldn't get it with the Camaro unless I did the 2SS model, which was like another $6,000 or Probably whatever. Probably not my van. Um, yeah, I don't know if they make it on your van. They don't make it on, like my truck doesn't have it. I mm -hmm. think uh, my GMC had, before they started putting in it, it was pretty funny. It had a, uh, a color alarm thing. The first time that thing went off, it scared the shit out of me. I didn't know what was going on. A color alarm? Yeah, so I uh, it's color? got sensors. No, uh, my truck had every sensor, every bell and whistle. My uh -huh. my GMC Denali when I had it had every fucking thing you could ever put in a truck at the time in 2016, uh -huh. and uh, I saw some indentation in there. I was like, "What the fuck is this thing?" And when I was looking at the cluster on the backside of it, I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." Uh, anyways, I got too close to someone one time. The fucking thing started flashing red and shit. And it, it's like bouncing off my, you know, it was projecting onto my windshield. And was huh. like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and uh, anyways, I found out what it was. It was kind of funny. So back to the HUD display. So it's been kind of a cool thing that's been going on for a while. So here is one that you can just put on your car. Okay. So it's got your GPS. Is this got the whole windshield here? No, that's just the little display. Oh, okay. So let's, uh, I'll show you the, show you the. I might show you the video. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, if you hold your phone, it can be distracting and dangerous. Oh, it's just kind of like a little mobile thing. Looks like it's as big as a phone. No, it's, it's actually going off of your phone. You turn the app on. Uh-huh. And then it reflects. Oh, it's just, it's just a reflection. Yeah, and you use their app with this thing. See? Really? Yep, and it's it's kind of tinted trans, but you can see through it. Map speed and traffic. Yep. I don't. It's still. It's still. I don't think it's uh, opaque enough to uh, really. I don't know. It, it looks like a huge distraction to me. Well, the thing is, is it has all the information, and instead of you looking down. Right. At your displays, you look right up. Or you keep up there, right? Anyway, so you see, obviously, what it does. Right. What do you think... Well, let me... I'll give you some price points on it. So, it's a couple of things about it. Hassle-free setup. Uh, use visor in a car, truck, any size phone. Works day or night, rain or shine. Works with the app. Obviously, I hope I hope it works with the app. <laughs> that's that's a selling point, right? Works with the app that they made. So obviously, and then it tells you, you know, HUDs, uh, HUD upgrades for your car if available, are four, five, up to eight hundred, eight hundred dollars, uh, eight hundred dollar options. Damn, this thing, that little thing, is forty bucks. Yeah, I'm still not interested. Would you get it? Um. I don't know. I, I kind of like, I, I, I don't want to put my phone up there to tell you the truth. Like to me, I don't want to put my phone up there. Like my truck, and I only say this for my truck, but like if it sat correct in my Camaro, I might put it up there. Mm. Cause my Camaro doesn't have shit for like in my Camaro, there's no place to put my fucking phone, dude. Right. Like I have this janky ass. <laughs> fucking wait, wait, holder. wait, 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 hold on. So you would get this product not because it's a heads-up display but it's a compartment for your phone why don't you just buy a compartment for your no, phone? no 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 well that's buy what i was gonna say no 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 i have i have i have uh 
those janky ass mounts and stuff. But if I could put this up on my dashboard and it displays like information, mm-hmm. then I would probably use it for my Camaro because then it'd have additional information. But for me, it doesn't. It wouldn't work anyways because I have a I have a uh, radar detector that gives me my own speed. It has all its own shit anyways. It's already showing the shit. You hear that, Alaskan police and troopers? Yeah, it's legal. It is completely legal. This man is actively trying to subvert the law. Nope, it gives me awareness of my surroundings. That's the reason I purchased it. I just like to know what's going on, guys. Anyways, I do see the purpose of it. That's why I get all this weed, too. Because I just want to know what's going on. Uh, I do see the purpose of it, though. And I think 40 bucks is a good, solid price point. Especially for someone that is uh, constantly traveling. If you're going to big cities, if you're driving around a lot. I think that having that up on the dashboard, your speed and GPS right up there... So, I see the purpose. You know, I mean, I guess if you wanted to monitor your speed, um, because I, I I was taught when I started driving, you know, go with the flow of traffic as best you can. Um, if you're always looking down at your speedometer, you're going to be more of a risk than if you're looking through the windshield. And so I, I could see where it might be nice to take a peek at your speed, but as far as GPS and maps go, the map apps that they have with the voice function the voice feature is is all you need because it talks to you it's like hey you got to turn right at this street well yeah but it, well, and that does that and you can actually see it so you don't think that helps you don't use gps in your van or whatever does your van have gps yes maybe i don't know because like i love that shit on my i'll tell you from my personal experience like my truck if i've got to take my daughter somewhere i love plugging it into the, the truck i mean the phone does so but then you're looking at your phone. You're killing no, you're people. You're fucking killing no, people. No, you're listening to your you're phone. You're fucking with your phone, man. No, I'm not fucking with my phone. So why wouldn't you want to set it up, put it up on your dash, and be like, hands-free, I'm not doing anything? Just I do the same thing. I set it up, I put it in my cup holder, and, and I listen to it. No, I listen to you it. You never look. I might look. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might look at like a stoplight or something and be like, I wonder how far this place is. <laughs> but, but I don't... But I don't, I don't, I'm not like looking and driving. (laughs) Okay. So, but for 40 bucks, could you see this thing as a gift for someone or, or just not, not worth it for anyone or no go? I don't know if it's not worth it for anyone. There's some people that maybe, maybe people that are uh, a little more hard of hearing than I am, you know? And they can't. What? <laughs> That's just funny. It's, what? Just it's no, no, no. I'm getting what you're y- saying. You know, because they can't listen to the map application tell you where to go. So they or the people that just don't want to listen to it because they're rocking out or whatever. Oh yeah, that's a good point too. If you're listening to music, well, yeah, because you can't interrupt you, especially if you're in a. Oh, it interrupts you. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Never mind. Never mind. It's fine. Right. Yeah. What's fine, man? It's fine. Finish what you're saying. It, it's fine. It's fine that the audio is interrupted by my map app because uh, it, it'll interrupt it and it'll be fine. It'll turn be like, left. Gotta get up, get down with the sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn, left turn left at the next. <laughs> you know, that's fine. Okay. That's all I have to say about it. Okay. It's forty dollars. So no go. I'm not buying it. No go. How okay. about you're not buying it? No, either. I'm not buying it. I could definitely see it as a gift for someone. So I I think like someone like my mom, my mother in law, uh You would put them at risk? No, that's less risk. You're it's, a heathen. Uh, the DO the DOT approved HUDs, dude. That's why they're coming in cars. 
I I don't know. If you the, can see through the freaking thing. Yeah, barely. It's so tinted. No, well, that's just because they. Were, the, I don't know why they had that angle on it. That was a shitty angle to show. If it, it was, if it was more see through, and it was like all right, on, the, on a regular HUD, the it numbers is. show up pretty good. The map shows 40 up bucks, pretty good. Bro. It's forty bucks, not four hundred. Well, let's say it is. Let's say it was clear, and it was. I might be more inclined to get something like that. Yeah. But right now, it's still too much of a distraction. It's still too much of a. I think it's less of a distraction. I think you. I think we're that, just gonna have to agree to disagree. All so. right, sounds good. That was a good. It was a good sounds gadget. Good. Thanks for bringing it to yeah, the show. Yeah. Never bring something like that again, you goddamn. Hey, heathen. I thought that that was a very uniformed approach. No, it was good. It was for the first time in Culture Jack sense, history. Right? <laughs> did we have a consistent theme? Right. I mean, despite the <laughs> the sleepwalking story at the beginning. After that, it was consistent. All right, the way I think that was. I think we broke a record with it, it making sense hey, on what we were talking hey, about. Maybe someday in the future we'll go three for three, but right. not, not today. Uh, <laughs> that's it for the episode. So throw your headphones to the floor. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Culture Jack. And if you like the episode and you want to hear more, be sure to one subscribe to the podcast and two share it with your friends. Uh, and three, see you next week. Culture Jacked. Tech, games, movies, and more.